we wanted to take just a few minutes today to explore with you the personal journey that we each make through our brain in the course of our own evolution, our own development. When a baby is born, most of the function is in the primitive brain stem. We have a few primitive brainstem reflexes engaged. We're compelled to suck that basic sucking reflex so that we can get nourishment into our bodies. We're uh, compelled to uh, write our head. We're compelled to scream our head off if we feel endangered, the moral reflex, and some others like that that are sort of like the basic kit to get our system started, to get our neurology engaged. In some computer systems, this would be like the BIOS, the very primitive mechanisms that are needed for anything else to engage, for anything else to boot up. That's where we start. And then bit by bit, we work our way through the brain if all goes well. We gradually work our way up into higher and higher aspects of function. You know, we start with that primitive brainstem and then work our way up into the reptilian brain, mammalian brain, the midbrain, uh, the neocortex, and eventually up into the frontal and prefrontal lobes. We can go back and look at developmental psychology and see the stages of this and see what that ideal natural unfoldment is as we proceed through that process. In the very beginning, we're learning how to just engage in our world. First, how to roll over, sit up, uh, how to walk, how to run, how to carry on a conversation, how to bring to us the basic resources that we need in order to survive and then to thrive. And we assume that that natural process just goes on without any interruption for all of us. But that's not really the case. We see again and again where that cycle can be disrupted. If we encounter experiences along the way, and don't learn from them, and don't learn how to overcome them and and utilize them to go to the next higher level of understanding, the next higher level of learning, a part of our attention gets stuck there. And for some people, a great deal of their attention gets stuck along the way. So let's give some examples of that so you know what we're talking about. We have encountered over the years a number of people who had experiences very early on, some kind of trauma, uh, in some cases uh, an extreme fever, but often some kind of emotional trauma that gets them uh, stuck in that primitive brainstem area. One of those primitive reflexes that we mentioned is the moral reflex. That one it looks like what we'll see in maybe a chimpanzee. If you've ever seen a video of a baby chimpanzee who gets scared and first his arms go out to the side and then they come together and grab onto the mother if she's handy and 
then he or she just screams their heads off until the mother has run far enough to calm them down. We'll see this play out in babies where we need to walk and walk and walk them or drive them for an hour or two hours or whatever until their nervous system finally calms down and they can maybe go to sleep or nurse or whatever is next. Well, if that doesn't get resolved, as we get older, what we will see is people with sort of extreme, unrational fears and anxieties that get triggered by something that they can't even name, and then they're in it. Often, they find themselves being really restless, and they can't really function, and sometimes it looks like anxiety. We've seen sometimes where it got diagnosed as bipolar disorder. Whatever form it shows up in, it becomes very disruptive for their life, and it becomes very disruptive in their development into a more refined human being. It disrupts their evolution of their own character, and it becomes a constant distraction. Now, there are ways to overcome that and resolve that. Our point is that that happens again and again in the course of someone's life. We see kids in their mid-teens when they're really engaging in the limbic system and all of that feeling and idealism and all that engages. And if they don't have a proper role model, somebody that can really show them how to engage in the world in a way that fulfills that idealism, a lot of times they'll turn towards the negative. They'll become more destructive. Lots of ways that that plays out. Every one of these disruptions of some stage of development undermine the integrity of the organism and undermine our capacity to use our whole brain in a holistic and life-giving way. If these disruptions aren't resolved, it limits how completely somebody can develop, how powerfully the learning process can be utilized. So what do we do about that? It's pretty easy to recognize. We know when there's something in us that's not working right, when there's something that constantly gets triggered that disrupts us from going to the next stage of our development. We all know that feeling of there is something off. There's something not right in us. A great deal of psychotherapy is about recognizing and resolving this. The challenge that we see often with that is that the way that psychotherapy has evolved a lot of it is done in such a way that trains people to, in a sense, live in the past, do what we call driving by looking in the rearview mirror, always looking back and going, well, where did that come from? Where is the origin of that? And let's go back there and muck around in our past and hopefully try and get some kind of insight. And hopefully, again, that by getting that insight, something gets resolved. Sometimes that works, a lot of times it doesn't. We take a much more forward-oriented movement. Let's look out 
the windshield out to where we're going and notice when something disrupts that process of moving forward. Notice when something goes awry in our current experience. The pattern can be recognized by going to the past, but it also exists right now in this moment in our experience. And that interferes with our learning. So a great deal of the podcasts that we've done up to now have been directed towards what do we do when we find that there is something that disrupts that experience, that takes us off track. We want to stop right there when that experience is happening and notice what is it that's taking place right now? Is there a belief? Is there a self-concept? Is there a fear or a grief? Or what is it that is sort of co-taking place with that experience? And we want to use that experience and the distortion in that experience to recognize what that is. And when we do, then we can go to those techniques that we've laid out in other podcasts and apply those in such a way that that disruption of that experience gets resolved. And in doing that, that not only frees us to further engage in a positive way in that experience, but in doing that again and again and again, it lets us move up that ladder of our evolvement through those various areas of our brain. Again, it's not that our brain quits evolving, but it's as though we get stuck at a different level of experience. I think it was Joseph Chilton Pierce in Cracking the Cosmic Egg that said that if we get stuck in the reptilian brain, if that's where our our own personal evolution gets disrupted and we don't move fully forward from that point, we end up being like a reptile with a supercomputer. Our consciousness is stuck at that level of function, but the whole of the brain goes on and develops. And so now we have this incredibly powerful mechanism, this brain that's capable of so much, but the seed of awareness, the seed of power in our system in this particular case would be in the reptilian brain. And then all of the capacity of the brain that has developed gets utilized by that old brain area. And so our engagement in the world is in some senses limited to that level of awareness even though we may have a very powerful mechanism for manipulating our world, we're not able to move up to the highest level of experience ourselves, and the highest level of contribution and the greatest levels of learning and success. We invite you to, as you're listening to some of our other longer podcasts where we're able to go into those techniques, keep this in mind. Is there some place that we're getting stuck? And does this give us a tool to get ourselves unstuck and to be able to move along and utilize this magnificent supercomputer that we have available to us? <laughs>